match. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of The Sportsman. As always, Mikey V, as always, Joey D, and myself, The Big Ticket. Um, guys, we sort of talked about the Super Bowl. We'll sort of go over it a little bit more today, and we will be doing an IG Live later in the week. Instead of our, a second episode this week, we're going to be doing an IG Live all about the Super Bowl, all about everything going on this coming weekend so tune into that it'll either be friday saturday sometime we'll put out a story about it but that is happening and you will see us then but this is episode one here we're going to run this one and the first thing i want to get into with you guys is let's talk about some of these coaching moves mikey i know you've been pretty public on your instagram on twitter about this whole cliff uh clingsbury thing what's going on do they are they trying to get caleb williams do they want the bears pick why don't you walk me through that so anything, uh, you got to remember, this is smoke season. So any team not in the Super Bowl at this point that's making coaching moves with high draft picks or any team with top five draft picks, especially the number one overall pick, this is smoke season. And anything that the Bears media or anybody could get their hands on where they could say and drive up the price of that number one pick or create uh, a more a higher demand market for it, they're going to do that. Um, the Cliff Kingsbury hire by Washington is surprising because what you heard originally was that Kingsbury was going to Las Vegas to be the Raiders offensive coordinator. Now, today I found out that Kingsbury chose Washington over the Raiders, not necessarily because of their draft position, but because the Raiders were only offering him a three-year deal and Washington gave him a four-year deal. So for him, that's more job security. They probably a little bit more money, obviously, with the fourth year. Um, and I think that the Caleb Williams story is this. Look, Caleb Williams is the number one overall prospect in this draft. I don't think that's really debatable. Uh, some people will say Jaden Daniels. Some would say Drake May. Um, but I still think Caleb Williams, before this season, before some of those sideline incidents where he was crying and all the stuff that we've gone over ad nauseum, oh. he was the consensus, can't miss, best quarterback prospect coming out since Andrew Luck. That's what people were saying. Trevor Lawrence that level of a, of a, of a prospect. Um, so I, I'm not buying that just because Cliff Kingsbury is in Washington, that Washington is going to do something irrational to get the number one pick, because I do think that the bears, if the bears like Caleb Williams, they're going to draft Caleb Williams. The only way they would not is if Washington or another team gives them an offer that's so ludicrous and outrageous that the janitor at Hallis Hall would laugh out loud if the other team actually accepted like the Panthers. Did I, I? It would blow away the Panthers deal. It would have to blow away the Panthers deal. Now Washington moving up from two to one, it's not going to be to that magnitude because it's not that big of a jump. But if you're talking about a team in the four hole, five hole, six hole, seven hole that wants to get that one pick, it is going to make the Carolina deal look like like a like a like a bucket of balls in comparison it'll be wow. it'll be multiple years of first round picks it'll involve a player i mean it will be ludicrous but again i'm going to go back to this if the bears and ryan poles believe that caleb williams is the guy they're going to draft caleb williams and all of this will just be a moot point by the time april 25th rolls around um what but do you think up until then it's going to be smoke season i think they're going to draft caleb williams i i, I think they're going to draft caleb williams um, That's a shame, man. They're still going to have to do their due diligence, obviously, on the other quarterbacks. But I just feel like at the end of the day, 
Caleb Williams, I, I, I would, I would be surprised at this point. I'll say that if they didn't draft Caleb Williams, that would surprise me if they went a different route. I wonder Unless, where Justin again, Fields would end up going. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a trade. So Fields, you know, is going to go somewhere. You know, you've heard talks about Atlanta, Pittsburgh. I mean, there's there's a bunch of potential landing spots for him. It's just a matter of what the compensation is going to be for Fields. Is it going to be a second rounder? Uh, I, I really, I, I would love to see them get a first rounder for him, but knowing the way the NFL trade market works, I just, I would be surprised. I'd be pleasantly surprised if they got a first rounder for Justin, um, obviously if they're going to go that route, but I, I think you're going to see Caleb Williams in Chicago. I think that's what's going to happen. Wow. Damn, man. That sucks. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I love Justin Fields. I, listen, you guys know, I love Justin. I mean, he's my guy. He's been my guy forever. Um, but Caleb, I, I, I mean, Justin, there were some things that just they never looked like they were improving. And I, you know, it's exciting to, to have the prospect of, you know, new blood in there. And maybe this kid really is, you know, everyone wants to give the Pat Mahomes comparisons. He doesn't have to be Pat Mahomes, but if he's half a Pat Mahomes, I mean, that would be pretty damn good for the Bears. But were you one of these guys who was thinking that, like, Caleb, his his draft stock had fallen? He wasn't the same guy we thought he was. Weren't you sort of on that boat somewhere in the middle of the USC season? Yeah, I mean, listen, USC season went off the rails really quickly once that Notre Dame game happened, and, you know, yeah. they lost to Washington and Lincoln had Riley some, had no control of that team. Yeah, Lincoln Riley is just again. That's the guy that I really blew up on. If you remember that one episode, I went crazy because uh, not crazy because of I think he's that bad of a coach. Just be just I went crazy because of what USC did to get him there. Like the 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 deal they yeah. gave him to me was just so ludicrous for a guy who hadn't won a national title yet. I, I just would if I was the USC athletic director and the president at the at the university, I would just have difficulty signing off on something like that. Um, but they did, and they got him. The defense is atrocious every single year. It's atrocious. The offensive line didn't do a good job this year. He didn't have Jordan Addison this year. So, you know, it, it was not a great year for him in comparison to 2022, which was a spectacular year. But the bottom line is this. The kid's still in his career at USC, 72 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions. He makes some plays that are just absolutely out of this world phenomenal. Yeah. And from what his teammates say and from what I've heard, uh, they, 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 you know, pump him up a little bit and, and, you know, allegedly he, he does all the right things according to the teammates. So he seems uh, a little we'll soft, Mikey. I, I don't disagree, Joe. I, With I the don't painting disagree. of the nails, the crying on the sidelines. Joe, I don't He's disagree. kind of like, I don't know if he's built tough. I, I now I, that being I said, I, I will disagree. say it's not often that you have an opportunity to have the number one prospect on the board. And a guy that's as hyped up as a quarterback, which is a top position you can have in the NFL. That just doesn't happen every The bottom game. line, yeah, the bottom line to that point, Joe, is this. The Bears, you got to remember, they passed on the number one overall pick already once. And that yeah. was a rare spot to be in. That was now the right in play, that, though. It was, but now they're in that, well, not if you drafted C.J. Stroud, who wouldn't have been, you know, C.J. Stroud, but hindsight is twenty twenty. forget all they that. would have got Bryce but, Young is what But how often are you in a position where you're drafting number one overall back-to-back -back years? Are you really going to, again, say, no, we don't, we're going to punt that number one pick again? That's you a think tough even, spot for a young GM to be in. Even if Washington does give up the house, you think they'll still probably pass up on it? No, that's so again, I think that if some team just goes nuts and just just throws the farm at them, let's say yeah. Washington says, we'll give you Duran Payne 
we'll give you Terry McLaurin, and we'll give you this year's first, this year's second, next year's first, next year's second. Yeah, you have to take that deal. You you yeah. you almost have to take that deal because then you're picking second. You could take Drake May, you could take Jaden Daniels, you got Deron Payne, you got McLaurin or guys of that quality, and then you still have two more firsts that you're going to pick in the first round two times the next two years. I mean that, and you get back that second round pick this year that you gave up for Montez Sweat. I think that'll be an absolute inclusion. The Bears will want that second round pick they gave to Washington for yeah. Sweat back. Um, which would really, I mean, then you get Montez Sweat basically for free, um, which would really be wild. But I think Ticket, what you're asking, I think they would have to get blown away. I think they'd yeah. have to get blown away if they really like him. And I think they do. I think they do. But again, a lot has got to happen before that draft. Pro days, combine, the meetings, the medicals, all that shit. That's all still got to happen. So you never know. You never know. It's going to be crazy. The next month and a half are going to be insane. I just can't imagine what's going to be left in Washington if they give that away. They already gave no, away I so can't. much of their team. They would be Caleb Williams, and that would be it. That would that's, be the whole team. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I find it They might give a guy like Curtis that. Samuel or Brian Robinson. They got a couple pieces. I mean, but yeah, to your point, yeah, Terry the McCorn, Bears, the Bears ain't going to want Brian yeah. Robinson. They're going to want the top. They're going to want their top players, I would yeah. think. Scary Terry. That's who you'd want. Scary um, Terry's a great guy. Also, the yeah. one last thing about Clee is, is about me <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, uh, is with Cliff Kingsbury, it's so interesting when these coaches, they get laughed out of uh, an organization. They take one year off to go do something else. Then they all of a sudden become this this hot young coach again. And it's like, how was Cliff two years ago being laughed out of the Cardinals organization for fucking them? Yeah, because a head coach is a lot different than an offensive coordinator. I think guys can play good roles. Not everybody can play the head coach. It's it's a much different it's a much different responsibility. Yeah, I, I just overseeing don't know where, the entire team, everything. Yeah, I just don't know where Cliff's head was at, right? You know, in when he was in Arizona, like I don't know, he was just like a playboy out there. Kind he was of. like he was dating that life. that Instagram. Yeah, yeah, like he was like, just. I mean, again, you know, it's just, you know, not a lot of guys are just going to be bunkered down football nerds that are young like that. Not a lot yeah. of them. Like it's rare to find somebody like that. So. You know, it's and to ticket to your point, that could be like a Vrabel this year. That's kind of what I said about Vrabel. I was yeah. like, I could kind of see Vrabel taking the year off and then forget it. Next year, when the vacancies happen, he'll be the number one guy by far yeah. to, to go target. Because uh, people will forget about that he had a little bit of a rough season this year. They'll just remember, well, this is a guy who brought the Titans to the AFC championship game. This is a guy yeah. who won playoff games as a head coach uh, with a team that really didn't have a great quarterback in Tannehill. You know, so uh, th- that'll be interesting. Remember when he did that live draft that one year from his house and his house was so gaudy and massive and expensive. And he <laughs> was just, he did the, he did, was doing the live when they would check in with him. They would did cut he? back to his house and he was that. just sitting on the world's largest couch with the world's largest windows. Looked like a clown. And that's who he ended up turning into be. 
And now look at him. Now he's oh stop. Rabel's a clown now. You don't like Mike Vrabel? No, 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 no. Cliff, this is Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, Kingsbury's a clown. No yes. doubt about it. And no when he was drafting yeah. from his house, like no, Vrabel's a great. I mean, now listen. Do I think I do? I think Kingsbury in the right spot could could probably uh, run a really good offense. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, but I also think he's, first sli- he's slightly year and clown. a half, two years with Arizona. He was very good. I remember him at uh, at Texas Tech. How good he was as a quarterback. He used to light it the fuck up. I'm talking 500 yard games. Fun, wow. fun Dude, guy Texas to Tech gets some all time <laughs> oh, quarterbacks. The well, they remember, throw the ball 60 times a game. Graham Harrell. That guy was lighting yeah. the world yeah. up. I mean, that was some, anyway. Um, and now that Dan Quinn is officially in Washington, um, do you guys like the move? Do you think it's going to work out for Washington? What do you think, Joe? I mean, I don't know. Who am I? Who am I to say? I I, I thought he did <laughs> a good right. job. I thought he did a good job with Dallas with the defense, although they they looked abysmal in in the fucking playoffs against the Packers. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's he's. It's tough to say. I've never seen. Has he had a head coaching position before, Mikey? Yeah, he was he Atlanta. Atlanta. head coach. He he Atlanta, Atlanta. That's right. Yeah. That's oh the, the twenty-eight three Super Bowl. That's right. That um, was Dan Quinn. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. The Washington. The, the problem is when you have a team that's as bad as the as the Commanders. It's it's such a tough task to get that team unify it and and bring it together. Now, I will say, in the the Houston Texans. D'Amico Ryans did a very good job. He was a defensive-minded coach, and and he's done wonders to that team. They so struck gold at quarter. They struck. I understand that, but look, the, the Commanders are going to get a top-tier True. quarterback. True. So True. I'm saying I'm just using that as a, as a metric scale that there is the Texans were trash the the last year before this year, and you got a new head coach who's defensive-minded, defensive coordinator. You got a great quarterback. And suddenly they flourish. Now I'm not saying that's going to happen with the Commanders, but I'm saying the same recipe is there. So I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I I think. I mean, time will tell. I'm not sure, man. It's there's a lot that needs to go into that Commanders team. It is a mess. Yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep it brief on the Commanders because my who's a problem or uh, is is a Commanders related uh, who's a problem. <laughs> so. Um, but Dan Quinn was a surprise hire for me, but this is, uh, again, you hate to see this. I, in my opinion, if you're a commander's fan, this is like a panic hire. I, I really feel they wanted Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson was going to be the coach there, but apparently Ben Johnson wants a lot of money. He wants a big bag and whatever it was, it didn't work. And apparently wow. comes off a little shaky in the interviews i guess maybe a little arrogant i don't know really I, yeah they said that he he's looks not great... really put together on the line side i'm line. sure he's put together show. but maybe just you could be put together and you just talk like an asshole or you say something rub somebody the wrong way and apparently that was his interview was an issue apparently and he wanted a lot more than than they were willing to give so that was a shock to me but i think washington was dead set on ben johnson and quinn to me feels like a panic hire I, I just don't like the Quinn hire. You're going to bring a defensive guy into a team who gave away their defensive pieces. You're going to bring in a defensive guy for a team that has the worst offensive line in football. And today you separated yourselves from Eric Bieniemy, who's one of the most respected offensive coordinators in yeah. the game. It was, yeah. was, was, was better than Matt Nagy. As soon as he left the chiefs chiefs offense started sputtering a little bit. So I don't know that the, the Quinn hire to me just seems like a panic hire because you didn't get, 
your your number one choice, and then you kind of panicked. It reminds me of the Bears draft when they wanted to draft um, they wanted to draft Amari Cooper. Cooper got drafted right in front of them by the Raiders, and then they went with Kevin White. It was such a panic pick. It was so <laughs> obviously a panic pick. Like you don't, you can't do that. You can't the do West that. West so Virginia it, product. Yes, if I'm a Commander fan right now, I'm concerned. I, I am because Quinn. I I, I mean. He, he blew the fucking lock of the year Super Bowl 28 to three. And, and that's not the only indictment on him. I mean, there are several other ones. Will the defense improve? Likely. But I, I think the offense, really, that line is just so bad. They they got to get the offense figured out first over there, um, especially in today's. Well, oh, they just so need a quarterback. They need a quarterback, really. He bad. was in a bad spot, though. Howell, I didn't dude. hate he, Sam Howell. I, he was I, in a bad I spot. Them, worst, I didn't line, worst old line in football. He was getting killed every game, but yeah, I mean, he made, I mean, he, he, you know, he turned the ball over a lot. He did, but um, run for his life. He was, he was, <laughs> I mean, the guy he had was. no time to do a it's single worst, thing. Worst, worst O-line in football. I mean, you still got Charles Leno playing left tackle for you. That's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> okay. Because Charles Leno was the bears left tackle like 10 years ago. That's a problem. That's a big, he was a seventh round pick for the bears to play left tackle 10 years ago. He was serviceable with Chicago, but I mean, this guy, there's no way this guy could still be playing in the NFL as a starter. No, not at left tackle. Crazy. And he's just going to end up being a classic case now of he's got a stink on him and he's probably not going to get a starting job unless he gets lucky with someone ahead of him getting an injury for a while. He could yeah. end up being one of these backup guys and you never really got to see what he was made of. Well, maybe they bring his buddy Drake May, and they were both just at the Tar Heels Duke game on Saturday. Sure, so, maybe yeah. they bring old Mitch in too. Just make oh, it a whole Mitch is, yeah oh, trifecta. Um, like bring all this the kid Tar can Heels throw the in. ball a little bit. Oh yeah, sure. Oh god, <laughs> guy stinks on ice. Ice sucks, dude. Maserati Mitch. Maserati Mitch. All right, folks. We briefly interrupt this podcast to let you know that the Sportsman is proudly sponsored by our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped's been doing it for a long time. They're going to have everything and more you need to be playoff ready. If you're rocking a playoff beard like myself for the Super Bowl and you need the proper necessities to keep that thing looking fresh and clean, go to Manscaped right now, manscaped.com. They've got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit available right now. It is going to leave your face looking clean as a whistle and ready for game time. Do so and enter our promo code SPORTSMANPOD20 and receive 20% off your product along with free shipping. So as for always, it was always Manscaped. It always will be Manscaped. And we hope that you enjoy your product. Now back to our podcast. Um, all right, guys, let's uh, move over to the Pro Bowl. I'm just fascinated by this thing. I'm just fascinated with how uninteresting it is. They bring in the Mannings. They try to make the, you know, we're moving away from Hawaii. We're going to make it more like fun skills type of thing. Uh, am I alone on that, or, or Mikey? What what do you make of this Pro Bowl? Do you do you even watch it? No, not really. I, I'll watch like bits and pieces of like the highlight year? stuff. It's not a game anymore. I don't even know if you can bet. It's a flag game. Is I'm sure you can. That, that year that we took the first quarter, that was over, awesome. Joe. I think that was the last year it was in full pads or like half. They're playing in in baseball caps. Yeah, and, they are. And and flag it's flag football. Oh, Which you, you know what? I didn't even watch a second of it. Watch it goes to show. Tick, honestly, I don't mind it because I have to be totally honest. I'm not footballed out at this point. I'm not, but like I've recognized that the season has come to a close and like, I just don't need some kind of novelty game to, to you is. know, fill the void for me. And that's exactly what it is. I'll tell you what, well, I tell you what though, the, the quarterback 
skills competition is kind of cool to watch where they're trying to hit the targets with the ball. Tua yeah. fucking stinks, man. This guy, <laughs> this guy couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. He's awful. I have never seen anything like it, and that's supposed to be a strong point is his accuracy. Well, this he just sees the ball up and prays that Tyree Kill I mean, C.J. Stroud showed out. Um, you know, which they got Dan Orl- Orlovsky. He did better than any of the active guys, which is <laughs> insane. I mean, Tua, really, man. You talk about... A guy who is yeah, on life support right now, Tua Tunga Vailoa is on life that, support. That was and they're be talking my about signing. They're talking about signing him to a massive extension. Oh, I know. He was going to be my problem. Do- yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, I'm sorry he, to do that. No, okay. it's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's he's just God, such he an obvious pick. If you watched any of the highlights of that thing. Oh. It was. I felt bad for him. Take it. He missed it. He missed the the fucking the tackling dummy like two feet in front of him. It was. I it was right in front of him. Oh my god! Insane. I know. And he walking into this past year, he was your guy. I'm not your guy, but you you liked him a lot. You thought I that thought, he was. I thought that Miami and and what did they do again? Miami. The beginning of the year, they look like they are just. They look like they are the most unstoppable rebel force on the face of the planet, <laughs> and then it's just. Just Tua, just like as the season goes on, like the year before it was because of injuries. I get it. But this year it was just like a complete, like a complete collapse. It was just a collapse. And towards the end, it looked like he was not ready at all to be in the biggest of moments, which really doesn't make much sense because he's, he played in all those big moments at Alabama. I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe (laughs) all those injuries have caught up to him, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Joe, do you give a shit about the Pro Bowl at all? Did you even watch? I, I thought they were still playing a full game, so it goes to show how much I've watched. <laughs> That's true. That's true. true. I That's just have no point. time for it, man. It's not something – I mean, I will say this. The NHL All-Star game this year was awesome. It was awesome. It was so incredible. Like, but the NBA and the Pro Bowl, those two have stunk the NBA, for the NBA, so The NBA long. used to be one of the better ones. It was NBA like they used to for be. a long time. It's been gone. No, I, I agree. It's just it just goes to show what how the NBA skills competition used to be the best to watch with what? the slam dunk competition, the slam and dunk the three contest, point, the three, the three point. point. Yeah, I mean, that was the best. It was so good. That I don't know best. what they've done to that product, man. I really it's, don't. It's it's beyond. They don't it, give it, a shit. They don't give a shit. Yeah, like, they're making guys, so much money. It doesn't matter. Like it's. It is what it's, it is. It's crazy to me when I put on a game or if I walk into a restaurant and they've got the game on and I see still like the whole place packed with fans. I'm like, I can't find anybody who still likes the But when the, the Sixers are in the playoffs, Tick, you'll get into it. No, no, of course. But regular season, game 42 of the season, who's going to, to these the, games on a Wednesday? Guy. Oh, I agree, but the, the game has changed a lot. The whole sport has changed. The organization has changed a lot. I'm like, who's going to these fucking games, man? Um, but anyway, let's shift gears here. Let's go to golf. Uh, this guy used to be a phenom, man. Anthony Kim then just fell off the face of the earth. Joe, any yeah. excitement for him possibly returning, whether it's Live or PGA? I think the allure with this guy is he just disappeared yeah. like into thin air. Um, and there was a thing that, like, I think there was some kind of um, – there was some kind of situation where if he if he didn't play for so long, he got he got paid out by the uh, by the PGA Tour. I think it was like ten million dollars or something like that. But he put up the the uh, one of the top scores, one of the top rounds ever at Augusta at the Masters. Like this guy was 
he was like the guy, like he was, he was an up and coming phenom. Uh, And then just to disappear off the face of the fucking world was wild. So um, I don't know how he will do in either. I think if he were to be smart, he'd go the live route. You play a team based, you know, kind of, focus rather than you know trying to make cuts and make money on that side get a big payout yeah. for his name personality uh, is more befitting of live right i would say i would say bit. that's why i would say i think it but i do think that like people are going i think it's kind of like the hot commodity for the moment and if he doesn't really do much he'll just fall off the earth again like i think he'll come out on the scene like, uh, like kind of like people will be interested and want to see how he's doing. And if he doesn't put together much, then, you know, people are going to lose interest pretty quickly. So from a standpoint of a business, I would go to live and just take the guaranteed money if he's smart. Sure. sure. That's Mikey, my thoughts, thoughts on it. No, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, he's been away from the game, what, 10 years, right around uh, 10 years, yeah, something like that. Um, so, I mean, I think I agree, I agree with Joe. I think the, the, the play for him would be live considering that like one of the biggest draws for him or like the allure around him was, uh, you know, his personality. And I think it'd be more befitting for live. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, golf is doing so well right now as a game, like it's such a healthy, you know, product right now. I mean, I think this will just, of course, it'll be another little boost and infusion to it, but, um, yeah, I, I I think Liv would probably be something to look at. 12 years he was gone. Yeah, I think well, golf as a whole is doing very well. I, yes. I don't think the PGA is doing – I mean, they just had to accept a bunch of money from all different kinds of groups there. And so yeah. I'm I'm not sure how I, well... I just think the game of golf itself. Oh, yeah, is. sure. It's never been bigger. It's never been better on YouTube, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, maybe you should come to Bob to sports. Yeah, yeah, maybe you <laughs> wow. should. I tell you what, the only thing, uh, there's a couple things, I guess, but the only big thing that makes Live unwatchable to me, I, I maybe it's fun if you're there. When I throw it on, listening to the music in the background. The music's it, tough, yeah. It's so off-putting. It makes that But if you experience. watch the last tournament that Joaquin Neiman won yeah. in, at night, it was like, that was, I didn't watch it. I saw highlights, and it was awesome. Like, was Rom cool. was up there, and the purses that these guys are making, man. Joaquin Neiman made $4 million for that yeah. tournament win. $4 million. I think yeah. Rom was third, and he made like $1.1 million. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah, Rom's doing well for himself. Kepka was like tied for fifth and made like seven. Rom, Rom never has to win another tournament in his entire life. He's fine. No. He never has to win another tournament ever. He's, he's, he's just got to show the up. He just made. Right. He's got to That's right, Ticket. Up. That's right. And you know what? That's... That's an interesting thing is like, is the quality going to fall off with any of those top guys due to the ludicrous? It hasn't so far. What's the motivating factor at that? Well, I love love playing the game, but, and maybe they love it more because they they don't have to play as much. So that's part of it. But I also think Mikey, part of it is these guys have something to prove. And there's a reason why, how many major winners came from live last year. And now you add, you add fucking Kepka, Rom. Yep. Oh, dude, it's it's like it's it's unbelievable. Cam Smith won a tournament the year before, like he won the British Open. So, like a lot of these guys, they have like just I don't know, maybe they have like a a fuck it. I'm gonna show that I still matter and that I'm still relevant. Phil Mickelson, he had a hell of a Masters last year. I mean, what are we talking about? Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, they were all at the top of the fucking tournament. I mean, it was unbelievable. So, um, I think that. When they sign with Live, a lot of people doubt that they can still be 
Uh, Rom, nobody doubts. I think Rom no. everybody knows that he, but I think he will still show up to the to the major tournaments this year, and he will be a driving force. Like he is going to want to win everything. Because think about it, then you're double dipping. You're making as much money as you could possibly make if you're winning a major, and then you're still with live. I mean, you're having your cake and you're eating it too. Yeah, yeah. the the money's on on. It's hard to understand. I mean, I guess you know where it comes from, but it. When they keep pumping out these contracts, the guys, it's, yeah, it's I don't, wild. I don't know how they're making money back, I guess is a bigger question for me. I don't know where it's coming from. It can't all be coming from, uh, from the CW TV deal. It just, just can't. <laughs> um, all right, guys, let's move on here to one more story before we get to who's a problem. Not a big one. I'm not sure anyone gives a shit. I, I don't really, but I'm interested in your take on it. Le'Veon Bell wants to make a comeback. He kind of already did a few years ago, and he sucked with the Jets. I'm not sure how much of an impact he's going to make now, but give me your thoughts, Mike. Non-story. He only wants yeah. to come back if he could play for the Steelers. It's a non-story. I mean, this you your football is not like uh, – I don't even know. Yeah, baseball, golf you know, where you could just take time off like that and come back into a league and start running and getting hit by guys like that who are, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years younger than you uh, at the peak of their athleticism. It's just a waste of time. It's a waste of time. He, uh, he wants to grab a couple too? headlines. Yeah, he, he did. Try yeah, yeah, he did. His ass, ass kicked. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Who kicked his ass? Somebody kicked his ass. He got destroyed. I forgot who. It I, I don't was. remember who it was, but I remember him. It wasn't he, Jake Paul though. I would remember that. It was not Jake. Paul. No, you you'd be all. Over I gotta that. look this up. Le'Veon Bell. Somebody got, kicked his ass. I remember. Yeah. He got waxed. I don't remember. He was he got put down in like the first round. Was Adrian it? Peterson. Yeah, was but it he, AP? But that wasn't the one that he got his ass kicked on. I no, think went, I don't think so. JMX. I JMX. Think okay. JMX. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crushed him. And it was... <laughs> Only Nate Robinson got nailed more than fucking... Oh, Levy. my <laughs> God. Nate <laughs> Robinson. Jeez. Talk about a guy who should have stayed away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the worst. The worst. Oh. I don't know what a guy like Nate Robinson... What is he, like five foot eight? Like yeah, he's he taking about I think, think yeah. that is he even five ten? I, I think don't think he is. And he used to slam guy. the ball with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chips. I remember yeah. the dunk. He was in the dunk contest. Yeah, I think yeah. he might have won. Then he, yeah. then, he, then, he, then he got dunked by Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, half that's a man. great. What a great fight to hang your hat on, Jake Paul, beating up Nate Robinson. <laughs> it was wow. a hell. Of, it was a hell. So of you, you still got a real beef with this guy, huh? You know, it's never gonna. You never. It's gonna only a one. It's only a one way beef. So I'll just keep it going as long. Sure, as sure. The day if, if Jake Paul knows who Mikey is, then he's done something right. That's right. That's true. <laughs> Maybe Would he'll you, be at the waste. If he went, if he asked you to come on his podcast, he's got sure. one, right? Would, hey, would Avery, you, Avery would you come works to work for Jake Paul. For better, yeah. Avery works for better. This guy that we used, he used to work for Barstool, and then now, and then he worked with us briefly. We could tell him about the beef you have. Yeah, we could. I mean, the beef's not going to do anything because, like, it's going to be like, well, it, it, there wouldn't be a beef. You know, because Mikey, like, if he paid you like five million dollars to go oh. fight him, and would you go just to get your ass kicked? Joe, he could pay me a hundred thousand dollars. I would go fight him. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's worth it for a hundred. I mean, I would. Here's the deal: I would have to be given uh, twelve months to train. Seriously, like seriously, train. <laughs> I would have to train. You, seriously, what if he like, gave you seven months? Ring tomorrow. Uh, what if he gave you seven, seven months? months? Yeah, I'll do seven months. Seven months, so we got to go up to half a million. 
<laughs> so if he gave you less time, you need more. So for five million, you'll do it tomorrow. Five million, I'll do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, Mikey's already right, been to the hospital. By the way, I'm not so sure. I mean, I'm sure he beat me. I don't know if he's gonna kick my ass. Mikey, though. He's I mean, an absolute beast. Yeah, fuck him. He's just been training, and you respectfully. have respectfully. I like I like Jake. It's Logan you got a problem with. No, no, it's Jake. No. <laughs> Logan's another one though. WWE, I, I, I sold it on Brilliantly Dumb Show. It's a disaster. Yeah, Yo, he, that guy is a clown, man. Logan or Jake? L- Logan. Yeah. Logan's a bit. Yeah, of a, think... Do you ever, do you ever watch his podcast? <laughs> I would never no. subject myself to that, and I want, <laughs> I, I want to know why you, a man of your caliber, intellect, well, and respectability, would subject yourself to that. I only watch when he has a guest on that I would be interested in, oh, in listening okay. to. I, okay, I don't, I'm, I, I don't fair. tune in yeah. to whichever one his is called. I forget even what it's called. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, all right, guys, let's move on here. Uh, let me briefly ask you, has any of your thoughts changed about the Super Bowl? Do you want to go over that at all? Do you want to talk about anything that's changed, or do we just want to move on to who's a problem? You know Let's what? You know what's bizarre is this this whole thing with the field now today. Have you seen this? How the how the Chiefs are able to practice in the actual building, mm-hmm. you know, the, the actual field, and the Niners are practicing at UNLV's college football field, and they said the field is in shambles, like it feels like you're running on a sponge. Like the field mm-hmm. is not a, and the NFL said, well, too bad. And the Chiefs won't share that uh, 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 the Raiders Stadium with them, and and they're just stuck with it. And that's that. It's just, it just the team should be able to practice on on the same field, man. Like not at the same time, but split the day in half. That's fucking that's nonsense. Unfair. That's nonsense, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. How much more of it of an edge can the NFL give the fucking Chiefs? They How want the more? Chiefs to win. I know they do, and that's why to pack the tickets. Question: My mind has not changed. I can't pick against the Chiefs after I saw Josh Allen at Josh Allen's yeah. best all year at home lose to them, and then watch the league MVP and the best defense in football at home lose to them. He was in shambles. I can't do that with a team that should have lost two games in the Niners, should have lost to Green Bay, should have lost to Detroit. I, oh. I just, in all good conscience, I can't. Could the Niners beat him? Of course, it's the NFL. Any given Sunday, they're a loaded roster, but I, I, I'm not going to invest in the San Francisco 49ers. I just can't. Maybe a couple prop bets, a couple prop bets, but sure, sure. Um, all right, guys, then let's just move on to who's a problem. Uh, Joey D, who is your problem this week? It's going to stem right to the Super Bowl. It's and, and it's going to be not somebody playing, but somebody connected. Patrick Mahomes Sr. is an absolute huh. problem. And you yeah. want to talk about maybe something that could be affecting Patrick Mahomes. When your dad gets a third DUI and in jail it, for 10 years, he could be facing legitimate jail time. This happens a week before the Super Bowl. I mean, what if you're if you're his dad, what in God's name are you thinking that, you know, your son is about he is he's about to in many ways like cement himself as one of the best quarterbacks 
who has ever. ever played this game. And even if he wins the Super Bowl, he gets put in the same sentence as Tom Brady, and for God's sakes, and yeah. Joe Montana. And you selfishly <laughs> go out and fucking drive drunk and get a DUI and all this fucking negative press and shit. And now your son, this poor guy, not only does he have to deal with this, but with with Brittany Mahomes, with Jackson Mahomes, can you imagine you remove all of these distractions. That might be why this he guy might, he might be... have watched one of Jackson's TikToks. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. This guy would be this guy'd have six Super Bowls already, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? This guy is like he's like the modern day Superman. He's just doing everything. He does. I will say this. I will say this. Patrick he Mahomes had really one bad bad outtake where he where he lost his shit yeah his team was a mess he was trying to hold it together and you know what he manned up and he went and he apologized for what he did and he took onus on it the next week but like this guy has done no wrong and he has had like really like a lot of distractions at every turn i mean i can't think of a dumber situation if you're part wasn't of, this his dad's third dwi yes yeah. he might be yes. facing and that's 10 why years it, in it's prison a, it's, a, it's a four to ten year prison sentence unless uh, something goes don't you think goes, since and now he can't Patrick he can't Mahomes, go to the game well I, I, that, I they may want to make an example out of him you know what i mean because you know he yeah. can't son, go to the game now. billionaire go to the game. you know close to a billionaire i think he is going to the game believe it or not because it was a ten thousand dollar bond that he was being held on which well, yeah why wouldn't he be Mahomes. able to go to the game so i think he is going to he's not going to go to trial he's not going to go to trial for that for quite some time yeah um so it's i think he man. will be at the game my thing is if you're patrick mahomes senior and your son is patrick mahomes the guy who's worth at minimum a half a billion dollars at minimum. He's really liquid money because of all the endorsement deals and all that shit. Yeah. Why? I would never drive a car ever again. Never. I'd be like, you're, you're going to get me. You're going to get me a driver. That's what I would tell. If Dom was a billionaire, I'd be like, Dom, you're going to get me a driver. Like, I'm not driving. You want me to drive? I'm not going to drive. You you think you think that he treats his dad that way? Like, some guys get money and they, they don't should. spread it around. No, him and his I, dad. If, if I was a billionaire, my father would be living on fucking, he'd be living on fucking, I don't know, he'd be living on the Amalfi Coast in a fucking mansion. Him and his around. dad are close. When I was they in Tahoe, yeah. he was at the casino at the high limit room with his dad, chopping yeah. it up there. Like, they you get know. along well. There's no question about it. But, like... My God, that's a problem, man. That is a real... Yeah, that's a problem for sure. So Some guys like to get drunk and go fast, man. And that's just a personality trait out hey, there. Some guys like to... Uh, talk to the guy from the Raiders. What's his name? Oh, Who, Henry no Ruggs III. Oh, no. He's getting soon. out soon, but... Well, I, it is sounds he really? like... He's, Are he, you he's kidding up, me? He's up for being able to get out this year. It's his he's first on the year good of eligibility. Program. He's on the good, good behavior program. Do you think that even if he got out something like that he would be welcomed back into the the nfl i think like, he could get back into the league i just don't think he'd be able to play again I, I you're too far removed from the league dog like i just don't think that it will work for you i just but don't he's think young he, enough where it could like lady i Bell suppose but how many years has he been out now three three or four it's been a right? while yeah about been a while i think this will be his third year coming yeah up. like that's a lot that's a lot of time away from the game i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah I mean, he might be taking some hits in prison, man. Who knows? He might be staying warm. <laughs> he might be uh, like Red from Shawshank. What's this? In, he might be like Red from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> like, you know, putting in his time. And then you just keep seeing the rejected. Rejected on the parole. <laughs> the yeah. parole just rejected. Yeah. Great. He needs cigarettes. He's got you. If you need a poster, oh, he's yeah. got yeah. you. Hey, you yeah. need a couple chess pieces. 
you don't want to talk to. <laughs> Great movie. Um, all right, Mikey, who's your problem this week? Well, I said it was going to be from the Commanders. Eric Bieniemy is a problem for me, and I don't know if it's wow. a good or a bad problem. But no, he's something, great. Something is very wrong with what's going on with Eric Bieniemy. I thought that Eric Bieniemy was brought. Why did Washington bring Eric Bieniemy in to be the assistant head coach and the offensive coordinator to be in the exact spot where they thought and anticipated they were would be in? not firing Ron Rivera during the season out of respect and having the mutual agreement to separate at the end of the season, transition the enemy right into that head coaching position. Something is wrong with Eric Bieniemy. Something is inherently wrong. He is constantly one of the hottest names every single year. Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy for head coaching vacancies every single year. He's won Super Bowls. He's coached the best offenses in the league when he was in Kansas City. Well, he, Mahomes. he was under Andy yeah. Reid's coaching tree. I understand that. But this year, you know, the the, the, uh, the commanders scored at times. They scored a lot of points with a with a horrible fucking team. It something is something's off with this guy. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's how he interviews. I don't know if it's how he comes off against people. But now he's completely out in Washington. He's not even retained. Yeah, he's that's gone crazy. completely after a lateral move, which is really unheard of for a guy of his caliber to do a lateral move to the same position. Just something is so off with him. So that's a problem for me. I don't know what it is, and I don't know where he's going to land next, but. Eric Bieniemy, I, I can't figure out for the life of me what the fuck is going on with Eric Bieniemy. I just you should can't. wait till Vrabel gets a head coaching job and go with Vrabel. Sure, I mean, listen, I would take Bieniemy on the Bears, man. I think I think he's a good offensive guy. I I do. I think, and you know what? Like Ticket said, Howell. You know, I don't think Howell was that bad either. All things considered, and Bieniemy did not change. He he kept pedal to the metal. He didn't give a shit yeah. that the guy was getting sacked thirty times a game. Keep throwing the ball. I mean, you know what? You got to a degree. You got to respect that. You got to not like fucking Luke Getze, who fucking is calling three screen passes in a row inside his own five yard line. Good luck yeah. with him, Raiders. Uh, but no, I, I that that's my problem for the week is the enemy because I just can't put my finger on what's wrong with this guy. That teams just don't want him. Do you think it could be that a lot of head coaches feel threatened by him because he is always so hot, and that this guy could be coming I after guess. my job? I guess I really thought ticket. I swear to God, like I would have put money on the enemy being the next commander's head coach. I thought it was a yeah. no brainer. I thought that's why they hired him to begin with. It made so much sense. Sure. Go under Rivera as the assistant. Would have made more Rivera, sense than Dan Quinn. Yeah. I, I, Joe, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I would rather go with the enemy than Quinn. I know who Dan Quinn is as a head coach. I don't know what Eric the is capable of as a head coach, but yeah. something's got to be off with the guy. He's got to be rubbing <clears throat> people the wrong way. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. My problem this week is Tom Brady. I recently stumbled upon a podcast called the let's go podcast. Oh. I don't know how long it's been around. Is it his? It's his, it's him, really? Larry Fitz and, uh, and some right, uh, like a prestigious writer. That um, sounds awful. And, and yeah, but my thing is, is that he has people on his head, like Andy Reid on, he's had a bunch of people in the league on to talk about their experiences, but what Tom Brady does week in and week out on this show, the let's go podcast, he, he tells stories about himself Oh, and it's that's... like, I didn't learn much about Andy Reid. I just learned furthermore about Tom Brady and I'm sick of hearing about it. And if this is what you, you can expect from him in the booth, finding ways to make it about him 
I'm completely uninterested in this guy. I mean, I was shocked at the level of, it was just all about him. He would tell a story that would begin about Andy Reid, but then really you'd find out midway through the story, oh, this is coming back to him again. We're, we're going to talk about Tom some more. And I, I just, I, I couldn't stomach it. I listened to two episodes. I'm out. I'm out you on the show. can't stand not I'm having a spotlight on him, Tick. I guess maybe he's having a tough time with that transition. I was just shocked that like, I wasn't learning anything about anyone else other than more about Tom Brady in that show. I've been I, saying this for a while. It's good to hear the world's finally catching on. Joe, just, Joe just hates Just that Tom you think Brady, he's a man. selfish guy or. I just think he's, he's so used to like, when you're that good, you, your tires are getting pumped a hundred percent of the time and you're getting your ass kissed early and often it's got to be a good feeling but then to go from that to then all of a sudden you just you just drop out of the realm of the of the yeah. uh, of, of his world that's got to be it's got to be very difficult because all of a sudden the focus is no longer on you like you're not no longer the center of attention it's like it's like a kid for example, who, you know, a family has a kid, he's like the golden child and like everybody loves him. And all of a sudden, like there's another baby and that kid isn't getting the attention that he used to get. He's going to start acting out a little bit so that he gets the eyes back on him. That's you know, Tom Brady. You know, it's going to be fascinating if when Brady's in the booth to hear him call a big Patrick Mahomes Chiefs game, to hear him call that and hear how he talks about Mahomes in a big game like that, like hopefully we get Brady in a playoff booth for Mahomes. And then like, what if the co-announcer is like, you know, this guy really putting himself in contention is maybe the great, hmm. like that's going to be very interesting to see how Brady is going to talk about good Mahomes. with, with, with Josh Allen at the pro app. Yeah, well, seems... Allen hasn't won any fucking Super Bowls yet. So Brady's got, doesn't feel threatened by Josh Allen at all. You that's also see that drive. You see that drive he took where it went like two yards. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was great. And then he had a course quote tweet it and say, well, it was a driver off the rack. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, is Tom, that what he said? On, yeah, he is did. that what he yeah, said? He Give did. Me a, Meanwhile, he did. this guy's got fake go hole in ones. Yeah, just go out there and be like me. Why don't you? And just say, listen, I fucking suck, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. Golf's a hard, the hardest game in the world. Golf just finally humbled him, and it was it was nice. Golf to see. will humble fucking anybody, anybody. Yeah, it sure anybody. will. It's the great equalizer, as they it say. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, let's get into some questions here. Let's do a few of these. Um, Nathan Lamana wants to know best Super Bowl snack meal. What's the best meal to order for Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, Joe, for me, for for me, I, I, you know, I, I football in general. I just love wings. You know, wings to me are are the football go to. Like, yes, sandwiches, pizza. Like, I get all that. Like, your, you know, your 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 main meals, but. To me, if you just gave me like, uh, you know, a, just a big plate of wings, like I could just, yeah. I could make do with that for the entire game. I really could. I could just sit there, give me a couple varieties of sauces and I, I'm good to go for the whole game. Of course, maybe a pitcher of suds on the side, but um, the the wings to me are, are the go-to. You know what I really like is a big platter of nachos with like that seven layer dip. If you put that within my vicinity and there's not a lot of other people around, I will eat the entirety you just hit the nail on the head though joe i feel like that's something like i don't want that to be involved with many other people though 
I need that to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. It's a small gathering. Like, Ticket, when we would watch the games at my house, there's three, four guys. There's one table and a big platter of nachos with the queso, the guacamole, sour cream, the whole nine yards. And it's just in the center, and everybody's just going to town on it. But if you have, like, a lot of people or, like, you know how Holly had that spread where she put, like, everything off to the side? You can't just stand there next to the table eating the nachos. Like, you have to put some on your plate and then go back and sit down. So then it changes the experience. But if you give me a plate of nachos right in front of me, not too many people around, that's that that's a problem. Yeah, I agree with the nachos thing. I, I kind of need a nacho plate to be my own. Once I see a bunch of the way other people are handling chips, when they get their hands in yeah. there, maybe they went to the bathroom. I don't know what they did in there. I, I they're, nachos digging, they're digging for that specific chip. That's yeah, got the fucking jalapeno like, on it. Mike, you remember me with that the baseball game nachos? Oh, I remember. <laughs> out of the helmet, <laughs> out of the baseball helmet. Yeah, I do. Ticket Those doesn't remember because I bought him a ticket. And he never oh, came. that wasn't that one. That was it. Was, that it was, yes, it was, was, that was yes, it was. It was. I saw the one. picture though. I saw the picture. Funny <laughs> picture. Um, also, I you know what I recently got into the last two or three years? I think one of our friends' girlfriends was making it. Um, buffalo chicken dip. You guys ever had this? Holly makes that. I fucking love it. Oh, I love it. It's like crack. So it good. really fucking it. That's a great football snack, Super Bowl snack, whatever you want. But I, I'll go with the wings too. Um, while we're on the topic of wings, Jason Spivak wants to know: Fuck Mary Kill wing sauces. You got buffalo, garlic parm, and uh, barbecue. Ooh, it's a tough one, Joey. Dave. That's really tough, man. Buffalo, garlic palm. And, bar- and barbecue. And barbecue. Oh, I'm killing barbecue. I'm killing barbecue on the wings. Uh, I, I I like it, but it, I could do without. Um, I will fuck with garlic parm, and I'm gonna marry the buffalo wing. That's just it's just the 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 OG man. It's as good as it gets. <laughs> That's the play. I agree. You marry the buffalo. You fuck garlic parm, and then you kill barbecue but i'm not going to say that i don't love barbecue wings barbecue sauce wings are fucking incredible here's the thing is like barbecue could work on so many other things that you could still enjoy you could kill it on the wings and still get away with it you're not going to kill buffalo wings because nothing is as good as a buffalo like you don't put buffalo sauce on something that's nearly as good as it is on a buffalo wing same with garlic parm so that's why barbecue could go somewhere else we're not eliminating barbecue and in its entirety just the barbecue wing so that's yeah, why wing, barbecue yes, has wing. to be it has to be the kill shot. Mary, I actually think it's pretty buffalo. easy for me. That's that scenario. Yeah, it now, is. if you it put is. if you put garlic parm, buffalo, or like a lemon teriyaki, pepper or a teriyaki wing or something. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. teriyaki. That's oh, that God. becomes a lot yeah. more difficult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or even those Korean rub ones, those are fucking good. What was yeah, the one? That's what I'm saying. Like those Thai yeah. ginger, like a Thai ginger wing. Yeah. Those what things, was the one that you off. used to get at your house, Joe? It was mango like, habanero. Mango habanero. That's that's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want to see? Want to see three grown men get really overexcited? Just fast forward to the wing sauce portion of this. Oh, sportsman. Yeah. <laughs> now, so Mike, like, are you a blue yeah. cheese or, or ranch kind of guy? I could do either. I could do yeah. either. Oh, really? They're interchangeable, yeah, I but I think either. ranch is ranch is the best overall. Oh, I'm a blue cheese guy. I, I can't do blue cheese with, with buffalo, I need blue cheese. Nicole with buffalo, I need blue cheese. Yeah. So like I I I I I used to be I used to dabble with blue cheese, 
but Nicole hates it. Now ranch, I do, I do fuck with it. Now what I'll do is if I do Oof. the uh, the wings like wing stop, I'll do the big big thing of ranch, and then I'll do a side little thing of blue cheese. Just for <laughs> a little taster. You're a bad man. Treat yeah. yourself, um, Joe. Treat yourself. Oh, I, 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 I can tell I have Michael. <laughs> I agree with the with the fuck Mary Kill. I you know what. I can't stand the barbecue wings where the sauce is slathered all over it. I can't do that. But if you like slow roast a barbecue chicken, um, a wing, uh, that is that is some of the best wings you can have. But I assume it's the ones where it's just got the messy barbecue yeah, sauce. Yeah, <laughs> I still see. I still like those, but that's the kill for me easily. Yeah, I I, I don't need that. Um, two more questions, quick ones. Kyle Risner wants to know: Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No, it's ridiculous. No. Keep it moving. That's not a sandwich. No. It's ridiculous, Kyle. <laughs> um, this guy was high when he asked that question. <laughs> and then last question we'll do here. John Osborne wants to know, you can pick any soda you want. What's your go-to soda? What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I Listen, on an everyday practical level, and I don't drink Coca-Cola. soda, but, but on an everyday practical level, if I'm out for like lunch or something and I could order a fountain soda, I'm doing Diet Coke with lemon. That's like my go-to play. I, I love Diet lemon. Coke with lemon. That's classic. Diet Coke lemon off the Class. fountain to me is like, is is on ice is like sometimes it just fills a void that it's pretty inexplicable. But if I'm doing <laughs> like a treat soda, I tell you what soda I really I got it. liked. Dr. I Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's my, yeah. Dr. Pepper. I, I love a good doctor or Mr. Pibb interchangeable there. So you know, here's, here, if I have a main, like, like a ride or die soda, it's Coca-Cola. Yes, it has to be. If I have a side piece cola, mm-hmm. give me orange. Give me orange an orange soda. soda. It's a great orange soda. soda or orange Coke? No, orange what do you soda. Go? What do you like go? Orange Fanta, crush. Fanta orange crush. crush. Orange wow. crush. Okay. And by the way, you know what else is really good? Which once in a while you should dabble in is grape crush is fucking yeah grape really soda is good, good. and then the actually you know what I'm changing it <laughs> it's not orange crush if my side piece cola it would be cream soda yeah cream, cream soda is great good. yeah cream soda you, know, you, could, you love soda don't you I I'm oh. just learning this I didn't know how much you love nothing shit. better than a nice uh, frothy root beer or birch beer sure too. a oh. bark a barks root I've beer. tried to cut down on soda because it, when you're trying to like take when you're trying to cut soda's weight. The worst thing on the soda person. is the worst thing the that worst you can have, ever. and like, it's the easiest wanna... one to give up. I think. Yeah, yeah is it? I'd agree with that. I, I think so. Diehard, diehard soda connoisseurs like it's sure. like like Jet not drinking a Diet Coke. Yeah, that that's would true. never happen, man. But yeah. I'm I'm giving up soda before I'm giving up like pizza. Any like I can give up oh, soda yeah, very yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, you could dabble with like a sweet tea or something instead. Yeah, I get. I have no problem with just water. Like a good water is, I, I that'll get me through the entire day. Yeah. You know what's also crazy is grown men who drink milk. I find that to be very strange. Who who pours <laughs> themselves a full <laughs> glass of milk after Pick the it, age when of we did 16. the milk challenge? I think that was the first time. Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. Get down here. He's wet. He just had a bath and he's trying to go on the couch. <laughs> this guy's a menace, man. This guy is an absolute. A, leave that dog alone, man. No, he's trying. He's got this this blanket here so that when he goes on the couch, his paws don't get all dirty. And he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to move the blanket down so he can just go run amok. Leave that dog alone. Man. Oh, I yeah, think this, you're like a helicopter like parent with 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 the dog. You're all over. 
You treat us all like royalty. I know. I can tell. Um, all right, guys. Well, let's get out of here. Joe will tend to his dog. I know Mikey's uh, probably dying to get back to his family, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to this couch and being alone here. Um, oh, <laughs> no, I'm just seeing a bit depressing know. on the exit. No, it's not depressing. That okay. that is a great night for being alone sure. by myself on a couch. Got a good YouTube. Tick. Um, all right, guys. That's another good one. Last football. We're gonna be transitioning out of football here, but I, again. This coming weekend, we're going to be doing a live, probably from the Sportsman account. Uh, we could change that up, and it could be coming from one of you guys, or we can all share. It doesn't matter. But look out for that, either Friday or Saturday. We're probably going to be running that. We're going to be talking the Super Bowl, getting excited for that. Um, but until then, gentlemen, another great episode. That's Mikey V. That's Joey D. I'm the Big Ticket, and we will see everyone next week. Peace.